0: Hope you enjoyed my story yesterday, uh, just sharing about my life and learn a little bit more about the person that's uh, talking to you here on this podcast. Um, but today we are going to kick off a five-part series, and it's something that we're actually going to I'm going to release over the next five days. So it's not going to be a weekly podcast release. This week we're actually going to be releasing all five of these this week, and we're calling this series. The Hall of Mirrors. And basically what we're trying to look at is, you know, there's many aspects of life that reflect back to us who we are in the way that we think and feel and behave and in the way we relate. And so we're going to look at some of these different aspects of life over the next five days. Now today, we're going to look at how your home may be a mirror of your relationships. And over the next couple days, I'll just kind of give you a sneak peek here. We're going to talk about tomorrow, how food reflects or mirrors your mind. Listening then reflects behaviors. The fourth one is how money reflects your heart. And then the last one of the series is going to be how death reflects your future. So let's go ahead and kick off into this episode here uh, talking about how does your home mirror your relationships? Well, first thing we do need to to think about is, first, everything is relationship, okay? So there's so many different aspects of life that can reflect to you back about your relationship. I'm just picking house as something—it is, is intentional because it is something that everybody— um, needs in the sense of security and safety and and keeping us safe from the elements. Um, But at the same time, I want to recognize this is not a cut and dry kind of thing. So the things that I'm sharing today are just a sliver, a slice of how deep we could go with all of this stuff. But, you know, in just uh, the time that we have today, we're just going to look at a couple different ways that your home may mirror your relationships. So let's look at Uh, when, when we think about someone who has a really nice home, I mean, just immaculate and, and it's big and fancy, you know, uh, let's look at not just the home, but let's look at the beliefs and the motivation of this person. So if they have this super fancy, nice home and all it is about is showing it off, um, What does that actually mirror about them? It it recognizes the value of maintenance in relationships, right? Because obviously when we're trying to care for a house, even if it's a big, beautiful, fancy house, it needs work. Like we all know any person who has a home or lives in an apartment, things don't stay perfect, right? We need to maintain them. And so someone who has a super fancy home, they value the maintenance of their home, but it also can mirror how they value the maintenance of relationships. However, usually, or maybe I should, you could notice that in this type of a a mirror, you probably have few close friends, but you're also really loyal to those few close friends. And most likely, you don't trust other people's a whole whole lot, um, and you might actually deal with more of like an imposter syndrome or something like that. So, so what I'm actually discussing here, if we are motivated to show off our fancy home, it and kind of push most people away with only holding on to a couple few, this shows more of an independent type of relational strategy. Now, the second one I want to look at is, say you have a really nice home on the outside, but it's really cluttered, or it's really messy, or just, you know, dilapidated on the interior. What does this say about our relationships? Well, it definitely says I value appearances. You know, I want to make sure I put on a good front, a good face, when I'm with other people. And so what this also probably says is we have trouble with boundaries and with self-care because we're putting everybody else's needs before our own and taking care of our own internal stuff and in our end, uh, really the way that we n- getting our own needs met. This would reflect more of a dependent relational strategy. Now the third one, uh, and and there's four. I shouldn't. I probably should have said that. But the third one here is, say, for example, you've got a really disorganized outside and inside. And, and you know, it just never—nothing really ever flows. Um, so this, if you look at that as a reflection or a mirror of your relationships, it's saying you're really overwhelmed, probably depressed, And you have a lot of push and pull in relationships. And they're probably pretty disorganized on the outside and the inside as well. Um, And funny enough, the third relational strategy is called disorganized. Um, This is actually where you will find a lot of uh, mental health disorders appearing. Um, So the fourth one, then is kind of this idea of the good enough exterior of the house, a good enough interior of the house, and you see it as just a home. It's not a reflection of your value or anything like that. You understand your own worth. You're not there to put up a front you know, and only show the outside, and you're not there to uh, push other people away. You, you, you want to give... To the home what it needs and you want to receive what you need from the home. And so you do the maintenance because you know that, okay, if a, a something breaks, you want to fix it. That's what the home needs. But at the same time, recognizing you're also receiving that safety and security that you get from the home. So this reflects the fourth um, relational strategy called interdependence, and you can also recognize there's this thing called reciprocity, where there's a give and a take. It's not a push and a pull. It's not all about me. It's not all about you, right? There's a balance there, um, and that's really the sweet spot. So it's also interesting, like I said, because homes reflect our safety, our security, and what we were talking about before in one of the other episodes was control, and how safety and security and control also come into this idea of trust. Now, uh, trust obviously is the bond that holds relationships together. And so recognizing there has to be this trust between people, but there has to be a a trust between you and your home, because it is creating this safety and security from the outside world. Um, but there's a trust between you. You trust that it's going to do that. And essentially, you know, the home, you could say, is trusting you to take care of it. You know, so, but also, you know, it's this other idea, reflecting relationships, uh, you get, can invite people over and into your home, but it's also like you inviting them inside of your life, inside of yourself. You're not just going to invite everybody in, into your home. Um just like you're not going to invite everybody into those deeper parts of yourself, sharing those parts of yourself. So um, just kind of a really interesting story. Uh, we went to the coast over the weekend. Last week was actually my birthday, and— um, when we were driving home, I was thinking about this podcast, and I was also thinking about, you know what, driving might also be a really good reflection of your relationships in terms of especially interdependence. Because it's like, do you, interdependent view of relationships would be, uh, I'm thinking not just about my own safety, but everybody's safety on the road. I want everybody to stay safe, I want all of our needs to be met. Or is it I'm just trying to get what I can out of it? Or is it I'm only watching out for other people? Or is it just very disorganized? I'm all over the place. And I'm not really even thinking about driving while I'm on the road. So anyway, I hope that you guys take away a little bit about how we can see uh, maybe our home or even the way that we drive as a mirror of our relationships. And it might give you just a glimpses to um, what you may need to focus some attention on. So we always talk about how does understanding your home as a mirror of your relationship help you to lead lucky, right? So recognize that the exterior does not necessarily reflect the interior. We really need to look at beliefs and motivation, you know, being curious, not critical. And I'm talking about, not just people's homes, but the outside of them. They may be putting on a face, or um, maybe their behaviors are sharing a little bit about what's going on on the interior, but in terms of leading with that critical nature and just judging them, there's another option. You can be curious and and see what's going on on the inside just by listening. Um, So that is a great way to lead lucky, whether you're A parent, in a marriage, in a business. um, Something to think about. So in closing here, guys, I always invite you just to think about what's one thing you'll take away from the episode today. And what are you going to do with it? And remember, living lucky is not living alone. If this did help you in some way, share with somebody. It could help them as well. And of course, connect with, with us on any of those social medias. Um, Of course, the links are always in the notes. And guys, I really appreciate being with you here today. And I do look forward to tomorrow when I get to share about the next Hall of Mirrors episode here. And we're going to be talking about how food is a mirror of the mind. All right. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow.